Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's food editor, Stephanie March, and local foodie, Stephanie Hansen, No Food. It's all about food, fun, food, frivolity, and food. Talking about everything happening at the Minnesota State Fair, it's podcast on a stick. Here's the Stephanie's. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Podcast on a Stick. This is day eight of the Minnesota State Fair. I'm Stephanie March, food and dining editor at Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. I'm the eater, and in this case, the shopper from stephaniesdish.com, because we are in the grandstand Thursday, August 30th. Oh, my gosh. Day eight is feeling great. I got to be honest. Senior day. You guys, it's senior day, but it's also the weather out here is spec. Spectacular! It is. It's, it's a cool. Blue sky. It's sunny. It's There's beautiful. Breezy. Yeah, it's a win. Yes, it is senior day, which means please take a little bit more care when you're bustling through the roads today, trying to get to your corn dog. Just. There's a lot of larks here today. <laughs> Carts, walkers, those kinds of things, Let's and just folks not just mow moving. down our humans. Yeah, is what I'm and I think it could be a record day. You can already just You're sense it. how busy it is, and it's only eleven o'clock. I know, I know, and that's great. I'm so excited for that. Uh, attendance has been down. I mean, you know, we were in the 120s, I guess, and that was a little bit low. Do you think it's weird? Do you feel like we have like a competitive thing about attendance? Yes, with ourselves. It's very strange. I think like. Like, we're competing with ourselves. I know. The state fair. And we want to, like, admonish people to come out. (laughs) And yet, when they do, I sort of feel like, oh, why are so many people here? You know? I I like it when it's more diversely spread out. Yeah. Like, over all the days. But we've had some rain. Yesterday was actually a really great day. Totally sunshine. Wonderful. I think it was busy. Wednesdays are typically one of the lowest numbers of the fair. Tuesdays, too. Tuesdays. But Wednesdays, for some reason, the last couple years have been the bottom number. I think because of the clearness of yesterday and the beautiful weather, I think that's going to be a higher count. Yeah. It never felt... It never felt, like, killed. It was always just, like, busy, but never, like disgustingly busy that saturday of the trampled by turtles concert at like four o'clock that day i mean it was just madness everywhere you went there were so many lines and it was just hard to move the one i have never felt this before at the fair and i'm always you know usually i'm by myself and i'm running through crowds i'm short and small enough and nimble enough (laughs) to dodge around things and sort of make a game of it to be quite honest that Saturday, I was standing in the street, I think it's Carnes, between the CCO radio and the La Creperie French Meadow, that little, you know, packet right there yep. that kind of heads up toward the food building. I have never been not able to move before, and that was a day I started to get a little bit freaked out. Trapped in we the were sea trapped. of humanity. Nobody was moving. I was like, is this, we're like stopped. It was a little strange. There is um, weird like places that that happens at the fair too when there it gets super busy. Yeah. yeah, and that's also why uh, I encourage shortcutting, which I showed you my favorite shortcut. You from did the my talk booth. Uh, you know, I think it's up on Judson or I don't. There's I'm, a great shortcut behind the French fry booth too, over yeah. by the Midway. Oh yeah, I love that one too. But just. You know, the back alleys. I would just say, if you need to sort of like see if there's... No one's going to kick you out from walking behind buildings. No. Just so you know. No. Maybe and I y- should not... Maybe we shouldn't spread this knowledge. <laughs> I'm a little worried But there now. are shortcuts. Yeah. Stephanie, we talked a little bit yesterday about um, the bathroom situation. Do you know that there is a Facebook account called Minnesota State Fair Bathrooms? No. There is. And it's only updated a couple of times a year, so I, think I don't so. think the person really takes their work seriously. <laughs> I don't know how you would if you were having a page called Minnesota State Fair Bathrooms. Yeah, there have been a lot of articles written about the bathrooms over the course of the State Fair. Uh, there are 954 toilets. Wow. 194 urinals. 
spread out amongst Those I don't 14 freestanding <laughs> restrooms. Uh, the fastest potty experience, do you want to know where that is? Block 24 over by um, where there's Ford cars. That means nothing to me. Okay. How about Randall between Underwood and Cooper Street? No. There are 56 vacant stalls over there in the women's room. Huh. That, that's over up by the MyTalk. Yeah. That's the one that yep. I booted across the street to go to. And this is the thing, though. When A1 was that written, because that is a newer bathroom. So maybe 2018. Oh, that was this year? Yeah. Also, how do you gauge what's fastest? What peak time? When are you going? How, is this like during the day? Is this during See, the night? See, this is the reporter in you, this like trying to get all the facts. Matter. Well, don't say I'm just it the, is the eater fastest, observer. But don't say it's the fastest when potentially on a Saturday when the kidway is blowing up, ain't going to be the fastest. <laughs> Here's the most historic bathroom. Okay. Uh, the Transit Hub Gate. Yeah. Uh, there's restrooms there that have been there since the 1930s. They apparently are showing their age a little bit, but it's convenient and a busy location behind the deep fried pickle stand. So that's where I, those are the cop bathrooms. Yes. So you see the police station and you just, and here's my tip for that one. There's two doors for that. (laughs) This is the tip. People assume that you go through the door by the fried pickles. You go through the door by the cop station. That's a door. You can go in. It doesn't say it you says, can't go in says enter through there. the back alley yeah. next to the police station to skip the inevitably long lines. Yeah. And you just kind of then it's just a battle of lines. And then you have to fight the women on the other side. It's almost like a battle of the death. The spiffiest biffies. Spiffy Biffy? Uh, two. There's the new Kidway restroom, which was new last year. Yep. You can. There's a little, by the way, a little uh, alleyway next to the Hamlin Dining Hall. Like the, it just looks like it's an alleyway. Yeah, we did that yesterday. Yeah, it's and you you just zip right through that. It leads you straight to the kidway bathrooms. Here is they have two water fountains there with automated water yes. bottle refill stations. Yes, because that is maybe one of the best gifts that the state fair gives you. You don't have to buy water. You can just get water here. There's also blue flame gas. Have you ever gone in that building? Because they have free water in there and it's ice cold. No, like they I have go air to the conditioners, one, but I don't go, and I totally break all the rules at Culligan. Which are there rules? You're supposed to only use a, a cup and, and then throw the cup away. Drink from one cup, throw it away. Drink from one cup, throw it away because they don't want the germs. germs. Sure, but I fill my bottle without touching anything. <laughs> but it's sort of fill my bottle. Okay, side uh, eye, side eye from a lot of Minnesotans on that one. Okay, here's the off the beaten path bathrooms. Okay, okay. Uh, they are over by Giggles. Uh, it's where the Giggles Campfire Grill sends customers. He yes. sends them to the big bathroom buildings at Cooper and Randall. Oh. Out of the way. I don't know. Off the beaten path. There's Maybe. A, there's some... If you're in the They're Giggles... They're tiny, but... If you're in the Giggles bar, you can ditch out on the northernmost side of the bar, the fence. There's a little gap in the fence. If you ditch out there, and then you can... There's some porta-potties over there. And then oh. you just ditch back, and you don't have to fight the massive giggles line. You don't Towards have to go around. Front. You just go through. Okay, that's a little sneaky insider tip, too. Yeah. Yesterday, I found a tip that I shared with you while we were walking here. As I was leaving, Andy's Grill, which can we just shout out for one second? They're like the old heartthrob cafe in St. Paul where they stop serving when certain songs come on and everybody dances. Oh, I forgot that. I haven't seen that yet. I saw them Isn't do Grease Lightning. Isn't that weird on day eight that I still have not seen that happen? <laughs> I saw Lord. a Grease Lightning performance. I saw next door the Klondike Kates. But inside that building in Andy's Grill, 
there's like a, a little booth that all they do is serve beer out of cans. Yeah. And nobody knows it's there. And nobody's ever buying beer from the lady who's standing there. So if you're waiting in these long beer lines, go get a can of go beer can in of Andy's beer. Grill because yeah. nobody's standing there. Right. That's my tip. Okay. I like that tip. It's a good MSF tip of the day. Uh, we have a few. We talked about a few fair controversies. I understand you may have imbibed in some French fries yesterday. Yeah, I I have to say, I, let's talk about two things. There's two things that I so being here for eight days straight, you know, has been wonderful. But also, I've realized that I'm not going for I'm not going for the new foods, which is really funny. And I think that's just because of my onslaught on day one, and because every line there's so many lines but for I mean, all the new the, foods. But you need food. There's lines for whatever else they have there too. So that's the problem. But so more of that, I've decided, and I already kind of hit most of my favorites. So at this point, I'm trying to try some things that I haven't necessarily tried before. And also, I've been sort of crowdsourcing people on what their favorites are because I'm just trying to get to understand really a deeper understanding of what it is to eat at the state fair. Um, let's talk about the French fry category. I will say that we tried World's Greatest Fries, which was up by, you know, the Ballpark Cafe over area. Yep. And then I also ate some French, some fresh French fries. And I was wondering if there was a controversy. And so I put it out there asking people, do you have, is there a battle? Like, do you have a feeling? I got to tell you, the world's greatest fries is not coming up high on the list. Okay. Sorry, producer Declan. But here's my thing. I know. I know. And you have a history there. Yep. Because did you work there? Was it that My brother worked there and we're family friends with the owners. And I'm not, and here's what I, the thing about it is the crowds in front of the fresh French fry booths versus me walking right up to the counter, having a nice little lady say, hey, here you go. Here are your cup of fries and here's some salt and vinegar and all the rest. That was worthy. I thought it was great. I do. I don't know. What's the mystique? I don't, I couldn't quite put my finger on which one was like actually better. They both were both hot and they were both delicious. Okay. So sometimes you just like, want to fry yeah. and if there's no line. And it's locationally uh, okay. directed. Yeah. But there is so many fair foods here. I think you're nostalgic about them. Yeah. So you're almost eating the nostalgia. Right. Okay. But let's talk about the second thing because this is the more important thing. Oh, yeah. That has been sort of bugging me a little bit. I am a girl who loves cheese. Like loves cheese. I have cheese every single day of my life. But I had not yet been a... Uh, cheese on a stick girl. Sure. And so I thought, well, this is a thing we have to try. You did buy two cheese sticks in the dairy barn. I know. Which I, I thought was hilarious. And I ate them later that A dollar night. each. Because they were a buck. And um, they're Bongards, which is a great little dairy out in Western. It is a good dairy. So, so if you go down to, actually, if you're at the $2 milk thing and you're looking, you know, wet or east up the hill, you go there and there's actually apparently two cheese on a stick uh, one is right across from the Minnesota Lottery, I okay. think. And then there's another one. I think that's a kind of kitty corner. Maybe that's the same one. I don't know. Um, but there's more than one. There's a yellow cheese on a stick, and there's a white cheese on a stick, apparently. Well, and then there's, and then there's Luigi's the fries. cheese on a stick. <laughs> so there's a lot of cheese on a stick. But the one we got was from the one with the lemonade stand. And it is the yellowy velveeta e wrapped in corn dog. Yeah, it looks like a corn dog, but it's a little squatter. So I took a picture of it, and I I put it online, and I asked people, first of all, it's important to know that Jake, who eats everything, took one bite of it and said no. (laughs) (laughs) Now, he'd had a big day. He was tired. He was sick of me as well. So, like, I made him do... That could have factored in. That could have factored in. So he is willing to go back at it today. But what I'm saying is I took a bite of it, and I was like, oh, that's, that's 
I mean, it's okay. Sure, it's Velveeta and cornbread, and it's like. Did it okay. run out? It like, was, was not it gooey, gooey. It was gooey, but it wasn't like running out, and yep. it wasn't so hot I was going to burn myself, which I was okay with. But I did feel like by the and so then I took a second and a third bite, and I was like, I mean, okay, I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't like over the moon. I didn't have a moment with it. Oh. The picture was good, though. The picture was fantastic. <laughs> but here's the deal. so Instagram-worthy. Well, it was an Instagram. I put it on uh, the socials, both Instagram and Facebook, and I thought I'd put it out there, hey, what do you guys say? Thinking that I was going to get the foodies railing against it. Oh, my God, you guys. This is the secret shame of the Twin Cities. People don't want to admit that they love the cheese on a stick, <laughs> but I guarantee you almost every person who responded was vehemently pro cheese on a stick and said, it's the one thing I must get. I wow. had no idea. Me neither. I mean, upwards of 90 comments on both things <laughs> said, got to get it. Got to have it. It's the one thing I love. Got to have gotta it. Got to get. And I was just shocked. It's not on my list of goddess. No. And I would just, I mean, like people like, you know, <laughs> chefs from Travail were weighing in. <laughs> there were people that were like super foodies who I thought were for sure going to rip it apart. No. No. I it do is, like the idea of it. Yeah. I know. It just, the execution of it seems strange to me. I am committed to trying the white cheddar one. Okay. I got to find it and I'm going to try it. I feel like that could be just better because. I do too. White cheddar is I know. Just well, and then Velveeta. my friend Lindsay, she said she put out a picture of the jalapeno one down by the carousel. There's like a jalapeno cheese on a stick. I'd be down for that. that yeah, sounds that sounds good. good. I might be a cheese on a stick girl today. We'll see. Uh, we are at the grandstand. And if you haven't been inside the grandstand, there is lots of shopping. Oh, to so be much done shopping, here. you guys. So much shopping. There was a recent article that the Star Tribune did that talked about all of the local shopping that's happening here. Yeah. There's more than shopping in the grandstand. There are 40 new food vendors. In or the grand- excuse me, 40 new non-food vendors okay. that are in the grandstand. Okay. So not food but merchandise. Yeah. 40, that's a lot. That new. is a lot. That um, is a lot. that's down a little bit from last year, but they have a little bit of turnover. One to three spots turns over in yep. the retail department. Yep. Um we talked about Lauren Van Scoy. She's a new vendor from Essence One. Um, they asked her about how much it costs to like set up a booth and get everything situated and order enough product. She said it's about a $10,000 investment. Yeah, it's not, it's not small. That's why they, I think they rotate through. Some people find success here. Other people find that it's not worth the hassle, I think, you know, for the different kinds of food and different or different kinds of things. I don't know. I know that like a spectacle shop, which is here every year, has been my savior many times as I have broken my glasses on the way. I did it yesterday where I thought, oh, my God, I got to go buy another pair of glasses. But I know that they're here. And that makes me so happy. Yeah. I bought. uh, I always am buying chargers and phone cords inside the grandstand. Gadgets for us is downstairs on the first level. And it is one of my favorite places. In fact, I'm here with a pack of nerds today, 15-year-old nerds. And this they were so psyched that we were coming here first because that's where they are right now. Okay, that's And they're funny. all like weighing out, should they buy the speaker that fits in your pocket or should they already have six other speakers? <laughs> but maybe this one's better in a lot of ways. It's so cheap. It's so cheap. I yeah. love it. There is um, Yardbird patio furniture here mm-hmm. for the first time. And that's the patio furniture that's made from ocean and plastic that's in the ocean. Yep. So that's kind of a cool story. Yep. He's also, uh, he went directly to China, uh, the owner, to make them, to do the deals yep. with the uh, manufacturers himself. So it is a direct from the makers, you know. That's cool. The, the people who make it. So it's kind of great. So it's cheaper um, is what I'm saying. His it's, space that he rents, it's 20 by 20. It rents for about $2,100. Huh. 
for a 20 by 20 space and then whatever product you want to put in that that's not very expensive no, for 12 not. days of nope. 2 million people potentially walking by your booth. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Are there things that you feel like you have to buy when you're at the fair? Never. Nothing. Okay. I told you that. <laughs> I don't want things. I don't want them. I, 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 yeah, no, I, I don't even think souvenir. I don't ever think that. There's so much good stuff though. I know, but I, I guess, you know what, uh, since I, I know that it's, me. I mean, I know that I moved two years, you know, just over a year ago and I did a massive purge. Cleaning out. And I can't tell you, I feel like we in fact made a pact, the kids and I, for Christmas this year. <laughs> no gifts. Okay. Because we are not, I am not, I'm not throwing anybody else's bag of coffee warming USB things or, <laughs> you know, Okay, but aprons with somebody's name embroidered on it. No. Wasn't it you though that came up with the idea or told me about the idea of something to read Oh yeah, I owe something everybody. you books, want. Books are outside of the and world. And something you need. So it's a oh. three gift per person situation. I think we we follow that. I don't know if we've ever named it like that. Something but we to read, that. something you want, and something you need. But the want thing is hard because I also feel like giving gifts is like then I have to ask you and you have to tell me and then I'm just. Bo- I think that's yeah. to me that's outside of gift giving. I don't like that about gift giving. Yeah. I don't want to give you the list. So you can go by my laundry list. I'm not the parent that does the list. Oh, my family is so out of line with their list requests. They start about the day after Labor Day. Can I get your Christmas list? Yeah, no. That to me is a burden. Just buy me something that feels personal. That's a burden. But I will... You know, here there's a lot of fun stuff that makes you... If I was going to buy something, it would have to be something sort of Minnesota-y. You know, because this is the ultimate Minnesota experience in my mind. Which leads us to our State State Fair story today with Adam Terman. Marvelous. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen, and we are here with a State Fair story. I'm here with Stephanie March and Adam Terman, who I feel like you have been this sort of unofficial chronicler of Minnesota culture. Wow. Yes. Thank you. You have a giant booth here that is inside the grandstand. You're on the second level. Right. We're at the top of the big ramp. That's what we've been telling everybody. That's second you, level, that's top of the big ramp. We're the first booth you see. Yeah. This year I decided to make um, this gigantic marquee sign. That, I was going to say, having your name in flashing lights, that helps. Yeah, right. You know, it's very like cool. Big red LED lights. And then, um, you know, what's really cool is the State Fair, they're just awesome. And um, they offered us a slightly bigger spot this year. Yeah. So um, we're like, yeah, we, we will take that. Yes, please. Have um, you been here when all the ladies have been going through their bargain book to get their oh, yeah. state fair towel? We didn't know that that's such, I mean, I'm a state fair goer. I love the state fair. But I've never, I've, I've never really indulged in the bargain book. Like, I've never taken advantage of that. And I was, I, I was floored. So Thursday, the opening day of the fair, right, we get here and... We bought what we thought were enough tea towels and, uh, um, you know, to last all 12 days. Nope. So we put in reorders. I'm telling you, we had two people on. We were swamped. How, okay. Wow. I'm just going to tell you the unofficial story. Okay. It's going to make you laugh. Okay. One of the ladies that works for you, she was like, I don't know what her name was. She's like, I told Adam, these books, <laughs> they are really popular. And he ordered 2,000 tea towels. I was like, Adam, you are going to sell at least 4,000. And he said, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. She said, day one of the fair, I've already put in a reorder for 2,000 more towels. Oh, my God. Don't you love the accent? Um, Stephanie's doing along with all that, 100% too. 100% like, real, too. Yeah, there's right. no doubt in my mind. I, I was, she was so funny and so cute. True. She it's was really like, cute. I told him. I told him these bargain books. Uh, and right as she's telling me this story, this lady comes in and she's like, where is the towel? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, this happens to us every year. Uh, and, and now, granted, I've only, this is year two, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, so, I was going to ask. 
So we learned a lot in our first year. Yeah. And we learned that we need to buy more. And we also learned that the state fair is a thing in and of itself. It's yeah. a complete, it's like it's like the 51st state. It's, you know what it is? It's, it's crazy. Brigadoon. It pops up right. for 12 days and then it's gone. But it's like its own and, state. And it's then I'm country. exhausted yes. and I need a huge vacation, which we don't have time for because we have so many orders to fulfill after because after. everybody's so fired up. Yeah. So at any rate, it's been um, it's been great. We, we've learned a lot. We need We definitely need to order more stuff next time. But we've already got reorders. We work with the best vendors in the whole world. You know, um, just about every single of our vendors are local. Yeah. So they help us out. We're cashing in favors all the time. So anyway, we had a big weekend this weekend. We're getting all new stock in. You saw me. I'm sweating right now oh, because yeah. I, just, I just hauled in a huge cart of, of more shirts. So, uh, so yeah. So and you don't just get to be an artist. You have to be a businessman, too. Um, there is the art of business and the business of art. Yeah. And that's a huge thing. I think that's something that um, I've been learning a lot about. That's something that I really wish that I had learned or actually took a little bit more effort and, and took more business classes in school. Um, that's something that uh, I've been learning on the fly. But I surround myself with really great people, with really, um, really supportive fans and customers, friends, family, and all that. And, and they really help me. So, um, you know, we've got a great network. and. We're, we're chugging along, learning See, every day. I want to say, too, on the Makers of Minnesota podcast, which I also produce, right. you did a good yeah. job speaking to that. So if people want to hear more about his journey, go ahead and listen to that episode because it was awesome. That's a really big deal. It, it's it's really smart, and I think that that's something that, you know, artists, they go and they make, but they're kind of stuck in their little hole. They're yeah. not, you know, and, and that's not, and I'm guilty of that, too. But um, I think once you once you understand, like, what that it takes more than just you to, to, to create the work and also push it out and have other people acknowledge it and see it and, you know, hopefully want to purchase it. That's when you can start to make your living. So now you're so focused, though, on business here because you are, because it is, it is, you're working on business. Do you find any inspiration from the fair during these 12 days? Or is it, you know what I mean? Do you come out and you feel like, or do, or do you ever have a moment where you're like, I got to sketch that or write that down to remember because something yeah. will bloom from it. Do you still get that? Oh, yeah. Because oh, oh, the, the Ferris wheel pictures are beautiful. Well, thank Those you. have to be fairly recent. But, yes, they are. And that's because, you know, that's like the big hit of the fair that, that we saw last year. And I didn't know anything really about it last year until we were already here. Yeah. And then my my daughter and I, we actually took a ride on it over lunch and, you know, and uh, explored it. And, yeah. But that kind of inspiration. Also, what we do, too, is we try to listen to our customers as much as, at, you know, possible. And so... They have great ideas, and the more questions that they, or the more, um, you know, items or products or whatever that they're looking for, the more consistent they are, the more apt we are to actually make something like that, because it gets me fired up, too. I mean, I'm only going to make art that I'm passionate about, you know, I want, yep. that I want to make it, I want to stay true to myself, but also my brand, so it's, you know, I have to be fired up about whatever they're talking about, too. Yeah. Plus, it also has to be, let's just be honest, it has to be marketable. Yes. I mean, if it's not marketable, it's not going to sell. And then I'm in it for money, and I'm losing money doing that. Yeah. So There was an article in the Star Tribune that just came out uh, talking about vendors and is it hard to get into the state fair? And that there's a myth that it's hard to get into the state fair. Like, right. they are actually trying to curate more Minnesota right. people. Right, Is It's obviously been a good financial endeavor for you. Right. About what percentage do you think of your yearly sales comes from the fair? Mm, that's a good question. Man, um, I'm just, I'm going to yeah. go out and like 
like five to ten percent. Okay, so it's a pretty significant portion of your business that happens in this chunk of twelve days. Now that's there's a caveat there, so I'm just I'm throwing that out there as like yeah. you know being like on the spot. So something about that. Yeah. Um, you know, we put a lot of revenue into it with all the products. Yeah. Sure. And so when we look at what we made, we're like, yay! But then you have to take out all your expenses and, and labor figure, and right, everything else. You know, sure. Figure out how much went into it. I mean, like sweat labor, literally, sweat right now. Equity. Right. Right. So, you have a couple new lines this year. We do. Do we you want to just talk about those so quickly? So we've, we've got um, uh, kind of two main lines that we've been working with. One is the camping line that we're doing. Mm. So we have, um, I already had some kind of camping related sort of up north kind of stuff, um, uh, uh, products. So we have a drinkware line that's camping related. Um, what else? Um, boy, again, I'm on the spot yeah, here and I'm not even looking at it. But then, <laughs> but so like, basically a really fun camping line. And we've also been able to use some of that artwork in, even in Rosedale Center. So yeah. I've been able to utilize that. We're going to keep on um, extending that line. Yep. That's something that I love, that I'm passionate about, outdoors, all that. Biking. Any more right. big murals coming up? Um, and then and then the second line, oh, just, just, just to continue that, is uh, Minnesota State Fair exclusive, uh, Abbey Road exclusive yeah. line. So yeah. we've got our tea towel that we're doing the t-shirt and a pint glass and it's all the abbey road stuff but they're all carrying state fair foods yeah. so we're actually looking at the mural the yeah it's real cute that's, that's right behind us and i i purposely made a big mural so that people can like have some fun i mean the whole idea here is we want an interactive experience this goes back to the marquee thing right we have yeah. fans in there we have lights we have a mural we have picture opportunities you know you don't have to buy something of course we want you to and yeah. we would love that but we want people to come in with a smile and be like that's awesome and Yay. have fun Yay. so that's that 